This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, Jay and I sit down and scratch our heads and go, why isn't it easier to spend ad money on platforms like YouTube and Spotify? Why isn't there a one-button boost in those worlds like there is in Facebook? Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay. We have got, I think this is going to be a fun conversation. We we had a guest that has to be rescheduled. So again, last minute we're riffing and I'm like, stop, Jay. Let's not talk anymore. Let's, Let's just record. Do it. This conversation is going to be the topic. So before we get into that, though, I want to just uh, one more quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all you do to support the podcast and spread the word. It means so much to us. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com. Bandzoogle makes it so easy to build a stunning website and EPK for your music in just minutes. All the features you need are already built in, and that includes things like dozens of fully customizable design templates. Tools to sell music, merch, and tickets commission-free. Mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters. Integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and more. So you can easily add content from your other online profiles. And of course, live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Plans at Bandzoogle.com start at just $8.29 a month. And that includes hosting of your website and your own free custom domain name. Uh, Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. But when you sign up, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's bandzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, thank you to discmakers.com. As we all know, vinyl in the past has kind of been mostly a label product up to now. And that's due to high prices and tight supply, meaning the long lead times that it might take for you to get vinyl. Um, yet that, that's keeping the independent artists on the sidelines. And these indie artists want vinyl, but many of them end up not moving forward. Why? Again, because of price and the turn times. Most artists don't know how many records they'll sell, so they don't want to start. They want to start with the smallest quantity possible to test the waters. Nobody wants a garage filled with 2,000 vinyl albums a year from now that nobody bought, and you're figuring out how to get rid of them. So up until this week, 100 records at Disc Makers might cost you $1,990 to press, and that's a lot of money especially when you compare it to the cost of making 100 CDs, which at Disc Makers can cost you 149 bucks. So Disc Makers decided to rip the Band-Aid off, and they've launched their entry-level vinyl strategy 
with an offer of 100 vinyl records for just 1299 bucks. They want to make vinyl available for DIY artists, and they believe they're the only company that can execute and scale to do this. So head over to discmakers.com, order 100 vinyl records for just 1200 I lost my train of thought there all of a sudden. <laughs> That's all right. There we go. 100 records for $1,299, discmakers.com. So, Jay, this, this topic, again, was born out of us just – so everybody knows, like, before we hit record, typically, Jay and I chat for 20 minutes, sometimes more than that. And it's just about, okay, what's going on this week? What's going on with your clients? What am I dealing with? What are you dealing with? Sometimes it's, you know, we're, we're pissing and moaning and complaining about something, something. Sometimes we're excited about something. Well, this one came out of some talk about advertising. And I started off the conversation with, you know, as, as bad as Facebook's ad manager is in the sense that it can be pretty complicated if you dig into all of the bells and whistles and everything else. Um, it still is very easy to, for anybody to get in and place ads. You can find that post, click the boost button, put $100 in there, and hopefully select a target interest list and you're done and you say run it for x amount of days or run it until the budget's gone whatever i mean it's very easy to spend advertising money on facebook yeah but where this conversation got interesting is we were like how come youtube doesn't have something like that how come in the studio manager program for youtube which hopefully you're all using. That's what you use to manage your, your content that's up on your YouTube channel. How come you can't go to a video and go, okay, look, it's all set up. Let me click the button that says promote. One button, and it just opens up a, a window that says, how much do you want to spend and who do you want to target? I know from my own experience I'd be doing so much ad spend on YouTube if it was that fast and simple yeah. to get into it. Because in the past, it has not been. I mean, and, and we're talking way past. You used to have to have a Google ad account, and then you'd set it up separately and tie it to the video. It was not easy to do. You usually had to pay somebody to do that for you. Um why you know and 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 youtube is is google why not make yeah. it one click ad spend no budget yeah. requirements <clears throat> that's the other big thing is you know no i think no minimum speaking for all of the indie and diy artists out there if you come in and find an ad platform but it says it's a minimum $500 ad spend before we can do this. And we're going to keep 10% of that ad spend as the fee for you to use our service. A lot of people aren't doing anything. Yeah. That's a non-starter that, for a lot that's of That's a non-starter. You know, they don't have those budgets. And one of the things you and I talked about, which 
you know, look, this is a wish list for growing an audience and, and reaching fans. You know, if we were made kings of this market and I love what you said about YouTube and can you imagine uh, picture this because YouTube and DSPs they have all the information they know who they know user history yeah and they they know what your audience you know what that best audience is and to your point if I could easily go in there and look at my videos in YouTube analytics or wherever and say you know what I'd like to get these videos in front of more people, but here's the budget I have to spend. And if you made it easy, because that's the thing. Yeah. Facebook, once you do it a few times, it's, you get it, it's fine. But for somebody who's never done it, it could take you a little bit of time to go through all those screens and figure out what I should do or find a tutorial video online to walk me through it. It's not rocket surgery, but it is you know, it does a lot. It can be like the cockpit of a jet, right? It does a lot of things that maybe you won't need you, it to you, do. You can, with Facebook ads, you can do pretty much all you need with just a couple clicks without digging deep into all of the back end of retargeting and all this other stuff. Meaning if you just wanted to take a post, boost it and direct it to uh, an interest group yeah, and, and you set, you set uh, run this ad for seven days, you can you can do that pretty easily without digging deep into things. Yeah, and, and I like the geo targeting too. So if you've got yes. somebody who's on tour, you can hit a market, so you're not just a shotgun approach. Yep, yep, yeah. So yeah, you know, YouTube knows people's browsing history. I mean that that that's that's how YouTube works. It knows what I watch. It recommends. It recommends. It recommends. So why can't why, why couldn't I, as a, as a owner of a channel, go in there and say, this video, promote, budget $100, seven days, target interests of, and either allow me to, almost like if in, in Facebook, type in something and see what pops up, or in this day and age, as AI is exploding, why couldn't why couldn't YouTube sit here and go, well, you know what? We scanned the title of your video. We scanned the description of your video. We scanned hashtags that are in your video. Here's six interest groups we would recommend you you promote your video in, on, in front of. Yeah. Yes. Just say yes. Done. And you're running, you're you're off and running and you're advertising. And and to to extend this. Why couldn't Spotify do the same thing? Yeah. Well, why, Spotify, why, why couldn't? What? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, they've been very innovative. They, they, they so have innovated. Yeah. Anybody else. But I love what you're talking about because let's say you run that campaign for a hundred bucks. Well, then you can go back and look at the dashboard and go, Hey, what, how many increased uh, views did I get? And where were they? You know, who, who's that? Did I gain any new followers? You know, that sort of thing, which is gold. I mean, that's, that's so valuable. And you mentioned Spotify and like DSPs, you and I, before we hit record, we were talking about discovery mode innovation, right? Marquee audio and video ads, you know, for podcasts and even not to get too far off on a tangent, but they announced recently that they're, bringing in the capability to take a podcast like this and have it translated into foreign languages. Yeah. So we yep. love the innovations that are coming down the pike, but 
for a marketer like Mike and I, we need simple things to reach new audiences and to grow that fan base. And there are some platforms out there that are better than others. You and I have talked about like Tone Dan, Foundy, Show.co, yep. Undercover well, Ads, There's, there's great third-party services and we're, we're not That's dissing it. Third them. That's third party. At, they're third-party services. But, but, you know, the thing with a third-party services, there inevitably is going to be some form of a fee on top of the ad spend dollars to go with it. Yeah. And, 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 I guess all I'm saying is, you know, Spotify is doing some great innovations, but sometimes I feel like companies forget to be real simple. You know, they forget the the Apple model of there's just going to be one button and that's yeah. it. You, you know, it how hard it's very difficult to make something extremely simple. It's oh, very it easy to program something with all the bells and whistles and make it complicated right. to right. make it simple. And and not as much as I would love this for my own use, I am speaking more for the artists that don't even have the budgets to bring somebody like you or I in. They are truly on their own. They've just uploaded their own video to their own channel. They've got $500 they would be willing to spend a simplified ad platform with no minimum ad spend. That's key in my mind. Mm -hmm. No minimum. If they want to spend 50 bucks, you let them spend 50 bucks and you just make sure they know here. You know, that's the beauty of Facebook. Well, if your budget's 50 bucks, we're estimating you're only going to get shown to this many people. Yeah. Great. Tell them. Right. Tell them right. if you want more, if you want more people, more money. If you right. want to run it for a longer time to more people, more money. Yeah. But cut the, cut the, you know, cut out minimum ad spends because when you go to a service that says, yeah, you got to spend a minimum of a thousand dollars. It's a non-starter. It's a non-starter for, for, right? for a lot of people. Yeah. And the other thing is with Facebook, like I can target, so this like these groups of people they're so specific in certain markets and you know certain things that you know behaviors that they do and not every customer is worth the same you know if you use the trigger city in some of these uh third world countries those are a lot cheaper than if you want to get somebody in new york london la yep. in a higher demographic so there's a value attached to that and i don't have any problem if i'm going after a valuable crowd. Let's say it's with Apple Music and I could advertise on Apple Music because one of my artists is overperforming on Apple Music and maybe they're going out on the road with a certain artist and that artist is popular and it, it's going to cost a little bit more money to reach them. But I think having that flexibility to go, you know what, I just want to reach, you know, uh, the the low hanging fruit, just someone who I know would, if they knew this was out, they would stream it, they would buy it whatever but having that flexibility like uh, facebook has to really two things one hit the audience that you want easily like you said that one button thing you make that menu so simple where i can put down that money i can target that person really simply easily but then on the back end i can sort of see a dashboard what maybe it's you know through apple music for artists that says okay you've put a little bit of boosting for lack of better term 
uh, behind these tracks to get them in front of more people. Here's how it's performed. So you're not just in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to wonder how much additional ad revenue could be made by these services like YouTube if oh my God, they had, if, 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 if they put in again, yeah. a very simple interface to start collecting the 50 bucks, hundred bucks, 250, 500 bucks from everybody out there who doesn't have the ability to hire a company, doesn't have the time or the knowledge of how to go in and set it up right now. Yeah. You know, that again, love or hate Facebook, that one button boost is so stupid, simple yeah. that nearly everybody can do it. Now, again, some of them do it and they don't do the right settings. They pick the wrong target groups and stuff like that. But you've you've made this system that is so easy for everybody to get into. Whether you want to spend 50 bucks or whether you're spending $50,000, that system works for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think and you're, I feel you're, the key thing you said there was simply. Simply. It's got to be that way. I mean, you know, I know many clients who would love to go into their Spotify for artists back end and pick a track, pick an album release and click a boost button and just say, I want to spend $250 and just target. I mean, in, in the case of Spotify, they're already list, listing all of these other related artists. Now we can get into how accurate that related artist list is, but there you go. I want to show my track to all the people who might also listen to all these other artists that Spotify, you're already listing at the bottom of my profile. You might also like. And then yeah. go, just let yeah. it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Check back your Spotify yeah. for artists. See what, see what the rate, you know, what the metric was, whether the metric is, you know, full plays, 32nd plays, you know, which of those interest groups were giving you the most plays. So you might maybe next time come back and go, okay, now I only want to target one artist and I want to put more money in it. Yeah. Spotify and YouTube should there's no reason they shouldn't be able to do that. And it makes yeah, me wonder that, yeah. why they aren't doing that. Well, I think there's a couple of things. One is that they do have, you know, discovery mode and they on Spotify and they do have some advertising, you know, marquee and some other advertising things, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something that is so one click simple for the common person that without these bigger minimums or without that barrier to entry that any artist could go in, especially, I mean, if it's YouTube, you know, just think of the revenue that could generate and then Spotify. Yes. They, they do have some of these advertising opportunities, but not something like this, which is just self-serve, super simple, no, no real minimums that you can kind of get your own learnings on the back end. And it wouldn't stop there. You know, TikTok has advertising, but this could be a, a game changer for things like, 
like TikTok as well, that you could promote certain things with smaller budgets as you grow. And then later you can have some of these larger advertising programs. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to say that a simple one-click solution doesn't also have a button that says advanced setup, advanced settings. So if you yeah. want to go in there and, you know, again, deal with retargeting or in, in, import a targeted list of emails or what, yeah, all of the, all of the deep dive. Yeah. But, you know, the average, the average artist, I feel like just wants to sit here and, and, and first of all, they don't want to create a new video ad. They don't want to create new graphics for an ad. They don't want to create anything new. They just want to sit here and go, take the video I've already got on YouTube, take my song that's already on Spotify and get it, deliver it, get it in yeah. front of more people that should like it. Okay, let me put a little bit, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of copy or whatever. I don't I don't know how it would be delivered, how it would be displayed. But it seems to me it's something that should be very easy to do and I I don't know why they they aren't opening up their ad network to and maybe this is simply it to everybody on the planet because that opens up a whole other can of worms of all yeah. of the crap that starts getting advertised, but yeah, that system needs to be there. there. Yeah, I agree. I think I can see it getting there. Um, I think it's a different way of looking at it because it's less about advertising in my mind and more about, for example, with YouTube, it's the right rail, meaning that if you watch a video and you don't, you know, you get distracted, it's going to keep feeding you stuff. And I think that if you can put my new artist into the right rail, and again, it has to fit, you know, it has to be the right thing. You don't want to set heavy metal up to an EDM fan. Yep. Uh, and, and same with Spotify, for example, is that if you don't hit stop, it's going to keep feeding you things that it thinks you're going to like. Well, I'd like to be a marketer that could affect some change and have my artist if it made sense, of course. And that's the other part of this is it's not just getting it out in front of people. It's getting it out in front of the right people. It, it's giving them, giving you enough tools to make it, present it to the right people in a very simple way. Yeah. And, and again, I mean that in a simple way that, that the lead singer from somebody's garage band could do this without hiring somebody and paying that person a thousand dollars to set it up, going to a website that takes ten percent of an ad spend, and it's a minimum of a thousand dollars before they'll even start working with you. That it's got to be that simple. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like Facebook is has that ability to be that simple. Yeah, I think YouTube does too, and I do think that it's it's going to be heading that way. Um, but again. People, especially younger people today, they don't like being sold to. They don't like the, you know, the ads in their face, buy my album, see my show, buy my album, see my show. But especially with short form video and some of these platforms, if you just get the music in front of them and if you're good at your targeting, good things happen. People respond to not that, not that hard sell. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I would love to hear from our listeners. I mean, is this something you thought about? Why can't it? What are what are your pain points when it comes to 
doing ads on your own, especially when it comes to some of these other platforms that don't have a boost button. I mean, again, I'll just say it's easy to spend money when it's a boost button. So yeah. easy. And you might be spending it in the wrong way, but from a business standpoint, if you're a business that your your revenue is all built on advertising, wow, I I would want to create a system that makes it so easy for everybody to get in there to click a button to spend 50 bucks if that's all they wanted to do. 50 yeah. bucks this week, 50 bucks next week. I got to imagine there's 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 millions of people out there that would spend 50 bucks. Oh my gosh. I, you, we were talking before we hit record, like what would that look like on just YouTube, just YouTube, if you made it so simple that you could get your artists, your music, your art in front of people with low minimums or no minimums. I think it would be millions, if not billions of dollars, just because of the sheer number of users that they have. Yep. Yep. I, I, I just, I don't know why there isn't simple solutions Simple one-button solutions across all these various platforms. I mean, ad networks can be complicated, but they need, if they want to bring you in and, and hope move you up to the more complicated, detailed systems they have, you've got to bring it in with a very simple, let me just dip my toe in and how can I spend 50 bucks and, and see some results and let it go from there. Yeah, I, I'd love to hear from our listeners, you know, what do you think about this? You know, why isn't it happening? How would you like to see it happen? You know, we kind of talk YouTube and Spotify. Is there somebody else out there that you think needs to have a one button? Yeah. Click a button, put in a dollar amount, click an end date. And talk threads, something. Yeah. Anybody. I mean, this this seems like it's. An air, it's an opportunity that needs to be met. And, and again, I just kind of scratch my head, like, why hasn't it? I mean, yeah. Google, they're the you know, they're they're the kings of advertising. Oh, the masters, Before sure. anybody else was ever doing advertising, Google was, you know, you buy the ads for the search results. Why? Why hasn't Google mastered the one click? spend make it very easy yeah i would even include amazon in that they do have advertising campaigns really more for the majors in the indies as far as the budgets and the relationships and that but if they could do what we're describing you know a self-service type thing so let's say you and i have a, a vinyl album out that's being sold through amazon and we we want to make sure that all of our fans know that that's there or maybe we think that fans of another artist would really love what we're doing or because we're out on tour with them or whatever that we could target that with a self-serve no minimum almost a one-click thing Yep. I think that could be a, a lot of revenue. You, you, you're, you're right. I mean, now that you bring up Amazon, it's like, uh, that's obvious. I mean, anybody who shopped Amazon, that product page is filled with suggestions and you might likes and what other people have bought and what other people have read. And okay, how do I get my product into that system, that ecosystem in a one-click system setup? Yeah. Just, I want to spend 500 bucks and I want it to go out to everybody who 
is related to this in some manner. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether you do it through, you know, uh, the actual Amazon app itself or whether you go through Amazon for music, you know, there that app. I, I don't, I'm not talking about how they would make it happen. I'm just thinking in a high level, I'm sitting down, I'm a business owner and I'm sitting down with my development team and I'm saying, yeah, how do we do this? What, what, what are the issues? What are the issues that are preventing this from happening? And then come back to me with more questions about, okay, well, would you want it here? How would you want this to, okay, that's fine. We can go into that fine detail, but I just want to know how can I do this? Yeah. Cause I got to believe as a, as a business owner and as you, as a business owner, there's more people like you and I out there going, yeah, I'd like that. I'd like a one click solution. Oh my gosh. You know, I talk to people that do what we do all the time. I had a call this morning with an artist management collective that I'm a part of, and it's the same problems that we're all trying to solve. If we're working with a developing artist, middle-class artist is like, number one, the easier job is like, how do we hit the fans? Well, we know where they are. We, we can, we can hit them fairly easily, but how do we hit lapsed fans? How do we hit fans of other artists that we know would should, love? Should art? have some interest. Yeah. And, and can, if you can make that simple, Yes. Can we work with some of these third-party platforms? Absolutely. Can we work with agencies? And yeah, but that's all fine. And there's a place for all of that. But what we're describing here today is something that's self-serve. Self-serve. 100%. Yeah, simple. Very simple that anybody can step in and do for it. For the smallest budget with very little to no tech skills. Yeah, that's it. Some somebody that can't again can't afford to hire an agency, can't afford to hire a consultant. Their, you know, their entire budget for that advertising is all they have to spend. Yeah, they can't spend they can't spend a thousand dollars to hire somebody and then figure out how to come up with another five hundred dollars for that thousand dollar person to spend for you. I mean, yeah. it's just. There's a lot of people out there that are in that boat. Yeah. And I would just leave you with this uh, prediction. I think it's going to be Spotify that does it first um, be just because they are so innovative in the things that they do. Yep. It doesn't mean they're better or worse than anybody. They're just, they try things. And I think secondarily to that, I think it'll be something like YouTube. But uh, I'll, let's keep our eye on this. I'll bet you it's uh, Spotify will try something like this. I, I I I would bet in the DSP world, it's definitely going to be Spotify who who breaks that ground. Outside of the DSPs, I gotta believe it would be the YouTube Google eight hundred pound gorilla. That, I agree. That, I agree that's with you. But, do that. but don't count out TikTok. Those guys uh, are kind of a dark True. horse in this. I agree. I agree for sure. For sure. So yeah, leave us, leave us some comments. What do you think about this? Are, are, are we just full of, are we full of crap? <laughs> um, are we blind and did we miss the one button ease simple to use option? I mean, maybe know. we did. I mean, God knows some of these websites roll out features. They never really announce them and that's buried somewhere. Maybe that one Tell button us. feature is buried and we just haven't, been exposed to it yet tell us if we missed the boat on it 
Um, I don't think we did. I don't. I mean, I, I would think if this existed, we'd be hearing about it all over the place. Yeah. Tell us. Let us know. Yep. All right. So uh, one more quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HyPod and Bands in Town. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and DiscMakers.com. That's it. The Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.